We all know it's important to count our blessings, particularly at a time like this. Not as a way of shaming us for finding this tough when others have it tougher, but rather to remind ourselves of the good in our lives that we're not always consciously aware of. Hello and thanks for joining me again today where we'll be focusing on why gratitude is good for us at all times really, but especially now. If you're not practising gratitude right now and you're feeling mostly sad or frustrated because of current restrictions or you're fearful of what's to come, that's totally fine and understandable. This isn't about judging you at, at all. It's more about understanding how valuable practising gratitude is to our mental well-being and how it can actually sustain us when times get tough. I'm talking to Ashling Leonard Curtin, who is a counselling psychologist and director of Act Now Purposeful Living. Ashling discusses the importance of gratitude, how it affects our brains and why we can sometimes find it tricky. Gratitude practice is just really, really fantastic, I suppose, at any stage in our lives. And it's it's particularly important at times like the times we find ourselves in now, because the natural tendency of our mind and I suppose our mind evolved to survive. So it's wired, it's wired for survival rather than for thriving. So when there's a crisis, our mind will naturally focus in on the, the aspects that we're not happy with. And this is a psychological principle called a negativity bias. So we tend to focus in on things that we see as negative or things that we feel may threaten our survival or the survival of our loved ones the most. Um, but the challenge with that is that we may lose contact with those aspects of our life that we are grateful for. And cultivating a gratitude practice has been shown to significantly improve our psychological well-being, our quality of life. And it's also been shown to help with our anxiety and with our mood, um, even for those who, who do struggle with anxiety and depression when it's used in conjunction with one to one therapy. Really what a gratitude practice is, is around taking some moments to acknowledge what we're grateful for. And in my experience, if you can also take a few moments to acknowledge what you're finding challenging, to make space for both. Because if we're constantly on one end of the spectrum, just immersed in the challenges, or on the other end of the spectrum, if we're just trying to be grateful and positive all the time, both of those have adverse effects on us psychologically. What does it look like? How do you practice gratitude in a practical sense? One way that has been researched is around writing a letter once a week to someone that you feel grateful for, outlining what exactly you feel grateful for within them. And the really interesting thing is that the research shows that the person who writes these gratitude letters gets a lot of psychological benefits, even if they choose not to share their gratitude letter um, with the person who they're grateful for. Um, Now, it does take a few weeks to do this, uh, to kind of get these benefits. Mm. Um, However, they have found that if you write these gratitude letters once a week, whether you send them or not and it's people in your life what exactly you're grateful for and being specific about it that that benefit lasts for months actually afterwards in terms of our psychological well-being and I suppose I would encourage people at the moment that if you are grateful for people in your life maybe it might be a nice time to send it because the person you're grateful for is probably going through a tough and a challenging time right now as well and maybe getting a gratitude letter from you would actually enhance their gratitude practice mm. as well. Uh, another way is to really connect in with your senses. So what you can see, hear, smell, taste and feel. And for those who like journaling, even to write down, you know, what are five things that I enjoy hearing? You know, um, it could be music, it could be um 
the sound of, you know, a blackbird singing in the morning, um, you know, different things that you enjoy hearing. What things do you enjoy tasting? It might be the taste of a berry or your favorite meal. And sometimes as you connect to these, even as I'm saying it, I'm kind of connecting to what it feels like <laughs> as I hear these things or as I see these things. I notice I'm actually just naturally starting to smile. Um, so this can kind of help us um, to recognize that. And what activities do we are we grateful for? And I really encourage people at the moment to write a master list of activities that you enjoy doing and give you a sense of gratitude and connection. And that kind of once a day thinking about what's one of these uh, activities that I often find gratitude for, can I engage in? It's a weird time we find ourselves in that, you know, everything is happening and nothing is happening at the same time. And we may get into habits of sitting down and watching Netflix each each evening. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Netflix as much as the next person. However, sometimes if we remind ourselves in our gratitude that we enjoy playing card games or we enjoy board games or we enjoy sitting down and reading and mix it up a bit, it'll actually give us more aspects and activities to feel grateful for mm. and more ways of connecting. If you've never practiced gratitude in this way before, Ashling is about to share a meditation you might like to try. But please, if you're driving or doing anything that really commands your full attention, maybe save this part for later. Or do yourself a favour and switch off. Find someplace comfortable to sit and enjoy. Okay, so if you want to get comfortable now in a mindfulness posture, sitting with your legs uncrossed, feet touching the ground, eyes either closed over or gaze fixed on the floor or at your knees. And as best you can, tuning in to your breath and your breathing now. Finding a rate and rhythm of breathing that is most grounding and soothing for you. And as best you can, grounding in your intention or your motivation underlying cultivating a gratitude practice at this moment in time. Perhaps the ben benefits that it would have for your psychological well-being. And now as best you can, giving yourself some moments now to connect in with what you feel grateful for. Starting by noticing things that you feel grateful for, that you can see, that you can experience through your sense of sight, if you have this sense. Could be looking at a flower, looking at a loved one, a pet. What do you enjoy looking at or seeing? Next, noticing what you enjoy hearing. Could be a piece of music. Could be a loved one's voice. Could be the sound of the birds. Noticing what you feel grateful for and what you enjoy hearing. And all the time remaining anchored in the breath. Shifting your focus to things that you enjoy smelling, could be your favourite meal, the smell of a flower, the smell of fresh laundry or coffee, 
Now shifting your focus to your sense of taste. What do you enjoy tasting? And what do you enjoy feeling? Do you enjoy feeling the sun on your forehead? Do you enjoy the feeling after having a nice shower? What do you enjoy feeling? An embrace from a loved one, for example. And finally, shifting your attention to activities and connections that you feel grateful for. People and relationships in your life. Family, friends, loved ones. And also activities that you enjoy engaging in with them or on your own. Such as watching a movie reading, writing, playing a board game. Giving yourself this chance to reconnect with relationships, people and activities that you feel grateful for. Taking as little or as much time as will be helpful in this gratitude practice now. And whenever you feel like you have gotten all you need to get from this gratitude practice. In your own time and in your own way, opening over your eyes and taking a gentle stretch. Or whatever feels right for you. And if it's helpful, some people like to write down some of the aspects of their life that they feel grateful for. A lovely way to end my chat with Ashling there, who shared so many different ways of getting into practicing gratitude if it's something you've never done before in that kind of purposeful way. I also love a bit of research. I love to hear when studies show the benefits of these practices to our mental well-being, because whether it's breathing or journaling or exercising or whatever, I know sometimes you know, we can feel that these things seem so simple that they're too simple to heal us or offer us relief from how we're feeling, which is completely okay too. But it's an added bit of encouragement, I feel at least, when um, if I don't feel sort of instant benefits, that it helps me kind of keep the faith and keep plugging away on the days where I maybe just don't really feel like it, (laughs) which I'm sure you can possibly all identify with. I hope you got a lot out of today and I hope that if nothing else, It's helped you to think of at least one thing that you can feel grateful for in your life today. Ashling and counselling psychologist Trish Leonard Curtin have written a book together called The Power of Small. They're also running weekly free online groups for meditations and other exercises related to COVID-19 anxiety at their website, mypowerofsmall.com. I'm Jenny Lanagon. We'll talk again tomorrow. And in the meantime, mind yourself. You can keep up to date with this podcast and find new episodes each day on rte.ie or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you or someone you know is struggling with their mental health at the moment, please access helpline information at rte.ie forward slash helplines.